0: Welcome to the Mixing Babies and Business Podcast. If we haven't met or you're unfamiliar with this podcast, hi, I'm Amy Lynch, and I've been bringing my kids into business settings since becoming a parent in 2016 and becoming an accidental activist along the way. This podcast contains a mixture of solo and interview guest mini-episodes focused on all things parenthood, business, flexible, and remote work with kids. Season 4 is rolling out and has been sponsored by the Startup Community Empowerment Fund, which is presented by Startup Canada, MasterCard, UPS, UPS and BDC. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave a review online. It helps other parents find the podcast. You're listening to a bonus mini episode featuring my keynote session for Running Remote, the world's largest remote work conference, where I spoke about remote work with kids to a hybrid audience on stage in Montreal, Canada, while baby-wearing my four-month-old newborn son. If you'd like to listen or watch the whole session, including audience q and I've linked to the YouTube video in the show notes. The feedback was great. I also experienced many positive comments from fellow speakers, event organizers, and attendees on the fact that I not only brought my baby to a tech conference and related events, I also presented with him on stage. Let's get into it. So our next session is with Amy Lynch. She's the founder of Mixing Babies with Business. So we're going to talk about remote work with kids. So it had us, you know, a couple of years, you know, people had to mix, you know, working from home with their kids around and then trying to be able to continue doing their business with their kids around. So Amy Lynch, you can come on stage. Um, in this session, she will share techniques and workflows that she's tested as a remote worker over the years, before and since becoming a parent in 2016. Thank you so much, Amy, for joining. She's also joining with her son here. What's her name? What's uh, his name? It's Devin, and he's four months old. Just a little That's over four awesome. months awesome. And he's asleep for now. So yes. So have a good session. Thank you. And thanks to the team at Running Remote for having me. Um, So as Daphne mentioned, I'm a founder of Mixing Babies in Business, and I'm a mom of three. My other two kids are six and four, and I've also become an accidental activist coming into spaces like this with my kids since they were a few weeks old. Oh, the slides are going a bit wild there, but that's okay. Um, And asking if the venue is accessible and is there a baby change table, and often the answer has been no and not here. So I've been doing that for the past six years, writing about it, speaking about it, and yeah, have been become a bit of an activist. So I think we're a few slides ahead now. So I've also been working remotely for the last few years and you know, from before becoming a parent to becoming a parent and some of the tools that I've used, although my views are different now, I'm I'm at parks and playgrounds instead of cafes and co-working spaces, I still apply the same approaches and mindset. So like the folks at Mural were saying, it's about changing your behaviors and adopting some rituals. So these are some things that I'm hoping that you can either adopt if you're a parent, or you can look at how you're accommodating your team, or how you can integrate it. Kids uh, like to color outside the lines, and you have to do that with remote work with kids. And these... Three approaches, the best thing about them is they don't cost anything. You can start experimenting straight away. So like many innovators in business, they also like to move fast and break things. Uh, So you can get used to sharing your space if you haven't already over the past two years. Everything you know with remote work, a lot of conventional advice is find a quiet area. Make sure that you have good camera lighting. Make sure that you have good quality audio. I work in high traffic areas on purpose my kids need to be supervised at all times or someone's gonna get hurt Um, so do what works for you show up as you are distractions and all I've broken it into personal and professional areas so that you can experiment with things in your personal life but also with your teams so in terms of the first one it's creating boundaries Um, if you're not already good at creating boundaries kids will give you a a good opportunity to practice them and you might also want to do that with the if you share caregiving duties with someone in your house or if you have a community support network just communicating who is doing what and when sharing that openly and adapting it as you go when i say protect your energy i don't just mean your physical stamina i mean your mental and emotional bandwidth as well and from a professional perspective Look at what you can negotiate for. So can you ask for more asynchronous-type work or tasks if your company isn't already doing that? How is your community or your company expecting you to communicate with them? So can you look at different response times? Can you clarify that with your team? Can you ask for different support? Can you block off different times of the day, like school drop-off and pick-up, or when your kids are hangry in the morning or (laughs) dinner time? And what things can you opt out of and negotiate as required? So, when you're explaining your reality, this is what I'm dealing with. I really believe if you don't ask, you don't get. And I always try to ask for forgiveness instead of permission when it comes with remote work with kids, just like kids do as well. So, another important thing to remember is being kind to yourself with kids. They don't care if you're on snooze mode or unavailable. So, you're going to want to. Just take every day as it comes and adjust as you need to. So all, all these photos and in, in these slides are my real life and our home and how we spend our time. So you can just see how um, it is not a traditional working setup. The other thing I like to practice is blocking my time. With young kids, I don't feel like it's practical to really overschedule everything. So I like to look at morning, afternoon, and evening chunks or the week ahead and schedule in things that are non-negotiable like personal appointments or if you're trying to exercise or if you've got to get something to keep your household moving, uh, your time outdoors. When it comes to spending time with your kids, I really feel like quality over quantity is important so that you're not berating yourself all the time for, oh, I should be spending more time with them, or I should be doing it this way. Just look at being present with them when you are with them as much as you can. And from a professional point of view, I feel like um, if you're doing remote work with kids, a lot of the time you'll find someone wants to sit on your lap because they miss you, even though you're in the same building all the time. So I don't know if you can still hear me. Is that good? Sorry if it sounded like I was really shouting at you there for a while. Um, now you know how I feel every day of my life (laughs) Um, I, I really feel with young kids especially with the short attention spans I try to chunk things down into 15 or 30 minutes even less with this guy and I'm always working from a device instead of a desktop so usually my phone or a laptop on a couch or a counter ledge like this photo shows kids are having screen time but sometimes I'm you know sitting on the back porch they're playing in the backyard so how can you Block your time so that you're able to do those tasks that need to get done. And same with asynchronous versus synchronous. Can you group things by those area and and block those in? And I also like to track the time as I go because you're always going to think things are going to take a certain amount of time and kids are constantly causing you to reset that clock. And if you are waiting for deep work time, if you're able to share caregiving duties with someone in your household, I would say try to work on a a swapping arrangement with them. If your kids are school age or if your daycares are open, they haven't always been open, people haven't always been able to get spaces, but if you can plan your deep work and chunk it down for those times, then you'll be less likely to be interrupted. Otherwise, you'll be waiting a while and you'll be waiting until your kids are asleep at night or you're hiding in a closet. Um, how you do one thing is how you do everything. I I love this quote because it's about you know you think of how you start your day is how you spend your day, how you spend your days, how you spend your week, how you spend your weeks, how you spend your years. Um, being intentional with how you start your day. So maybe not logging on straight away, doing something to refresh yourself, especially if you've been co sleeping or your kids have been up multiple times in the night, you might want to just take a few minutes to do something to try to do something small for yourself before you have everybody else's expectations put on you. To help with this, in, in addition to the, the blocking the time and the setting boundaries, I try to batch things. So from a personal perspective, you can see some ideas. That I've outlined there but I really try to combine things that make sense together so if I want to exercise and the kids need to go outside X amount of times a day I'm going to try to do that at the same time um, in terms of video calls a lot over the last two years we were trying to do family catch-ups or friend catch-ups at the same time that we could also do something in the same you know vicinity as our kids so we're supervising but they're also getting some social interaction Now that they are able to meet up with other people, it's a bit different, but again, you might want to schedule those things so that you can, I've seen parents working from libraries on their laptop or from a playground on their phone while they're pushing a kid on a swing. You just have to do what you have to do sometimes. In terms of a professional, that's me working from my car when my kids were asleep after um, driving around and I had 30 minutes, they were asleep for a nap. I did some offline writing, but looking at organizing your priorities by business area, looking at responding to messages and emails. You're probably already doing this at certain times of the day, but really trying to separate those deep work and those tasks that don't require a lot of concentration that you can do on the fly. So as part of what I've been doing, I have been preparing resources for parents, including pop-up professional development, so business events that have children's play areas, and most recently, a podcast. Mixing babies and business podcast you can find it where you get most of your podcasts I have some free resources for people. So this is a time blocking template that you can download and it has 30 ideas for homework and self that you can Experiment with and I have just the three windows of time because I really don't feel like it's realistic to try to Micromanage all of that so You can download those for free you can get the podcast the the website is there mixingbabiesandbusiness.com forward slash podcast and I have three seasons where I've interviewed business leaders who are also parents and all the episodes are under 20 minutes so easy to consume and lastly I've done a remote work retreat over the last uh, year a few times I've run it live and I now have it on demand and I focus on mindset routines and processes you can watch it or consume it in under an hour, and there's uh, a workbook included. So whether you want to get that for the parents in your company or your network or just experiment with it yourself, that's also available. So to recap, I really feel like if you can focus on setting those boundaries, blocking your time, and batching your tasks, and just experimenting with that. I know it sounds simple, but in real time, it's a lot more challenging when kids are disrupting you all the time. And as we go into the end of the second quarter, kids, well, what I'm thinking about anyways, is my kids have six weeks until they're on school holidays or summer break. And then your routine is going to change again. Or with young kids that are babies or toddlers, their routines are changing constantly. So kids really do give you a, a natural reset opportunity all the time to look at what's working in your business and what's not, or what's working with your home and life routines. And so you can look at that now, whether your time zone is uh, the days are getting shorter or the days are getting longer, just look at adapting that as best you can. So that's it for now. And I just want to thank you all for listening. And I hope that this helps you navigate remote work with kids. So if you have any questions, I do have some time for Q&A or you can connect with me at the conference or online. I'm on LinkedIn if you want to send me a message after the fact. So thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you so much, Amy nice uh, clap for Amy for okay. for this thank you so thank much you. for joining us have fun and he woke up in the meantime okay, I'll super go happy yes thank awesome you. thanks again for tuning into this bonus mini episode I hope it helps you with your workflow ideas or even encourages you to show up as you are as a parent if you wish to the next business event or speaking opportunity that's coming your way if you enjoyed this episode please share it with your network and leave a review it helps other parents find the podcast Connect with me online and access your parent-friendly entrepreneurship, flexible, and remote work resources at mixingbabiesandbusiness.com. Thanks for listening.